Hi, I'm Polina. And I'm Peter. Welcome to Tap Into the Extraordinary Podcast, the accountability circle for go-getters, overachievers, and big dreamers. Join us as we discover what it takes to tap into the extraordinary. All right, all right, all right. How's it going? Yeah, really good. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll notice a change in location. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My new video background <laughs> for a mm-hmm. few weeks. I am officially in a different country uh, and very, very happy to have been able to leave the UK for a bit. So I'm at home in Bulgaria and taking some time to spend with family, friends, enjoy the sunshine. So it's been a good week. Um, excited to, yeah, just have a change of scenery, really. That's it. Yeah. That, like, I realize how much of a difference it can make just to be in a different place for a bit after spending a few months in lockdown as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How's your week? Uh, it's been an interesting one. Um, the last 24 hours-ish have been just nuts, basically. And um, I'm behind on just stuff. Just, yeah, it's been a challenge in 24 hours. <laughs> it really, really has. Um, got a lot of stuff done, but just as always, when you're working with people, if people aren't um, on, on time, obviously it throws everything else out. And I'm out by about four hours and from yesterday it's not on to today so I've had very little sleep so that happened yesterday I've had people cancel move things today so now I'm just like ah like there's just I've got so much that I haven't yet done and I'm just like I want to I want to take like this evening off and maybe do nothing on Saturday and there's, there's just no chance of that happening now so yeah it's been a it's been an interesting 24 hours I'm sorry to hear that and appreciate you being here with us despite the crazy schedule. That's um, right. I'm sure the listeners will appreciate it as well. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure everybody else has gone through this kind of thing as well, where it's like, oh, you rock up somewhere and you've got an appointment and it's supposed to be this particular time with this amount of people turning up to do this one thing. Then for that to be pushed three and a half hours, then only one person out of two turning up and you don't know anything about it. Then it's like, well, hold up a second. Like that throws up my entire day. So you then get back home late, you go to bed late, you get up early. Then lo and behold, the next day as well, you have like a 10 a.m. which goes, no, I can't do that. Can we do three o'clock? And it's like, I've got a four o'clock. I've got a five o'clock. I've got to speak to a marketing person at six o'clock. And it's just like, oh my God. That's yeah. essentially what it's been like. And I'm sure people will have similar experiences to that as well. Literally, if we had spoken yesterday, I would have been that person. Like I had basically not slept for the last two days because I was traveling to Bulgaria and like my flight was at ridiculous times in the morning. So last time I slept was on Tuesday night. And then last night I was literally like 48 hours later, <laughs> I was running on batteries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yesterday that literally would have been me uh because you know when you go on holiday and you're like oh well just trying to wrap up things and the more you try to wrap up things the more things happen and i genuinely think like if if you work in the corporate world i'm sure you can relate to this going on holiday does not actually mean i mean yes you get a few days away from your emails and meetings while you're on holiday Mm -hmm. but before and after you do so much extra work to like wrap up things to like prepare for being away um and so much work catching up after that like extra work i mean that 
really it zeroes out the holiday sometimes. <laughs> so yeah. I'm in that stage now where like I think started this week with me trying to wrap up and then realized hugely that I have failed. So um bear in mind I was away for one day, a Thursday, one single day. <laughs> and still, of course, everything happens in the one day you're away. And now I'm gonna have to do the same. I'm working from home for two weeks, but in two weeks' time, I'm actually have ten days off, and mm-hmm. this is gonna be me next week again, trying to wrap up things and probably yeah. finish. But hey, it's part of the game. <laughs> yeah. It is indeed. So I mean, it's just you can't get away from this kind of stuff. But it's just you know, I think ultimately what I'm what I'm trying to keep in my mind is you know a lot of this stuff certainly for yesterday has been in aid of the event. So as as much as it didn't go as well as we'd like to ultimately we got some really really good good footage um and now i just need to turn that into the finished product that we're going to put out on social and then when you look beyond that it's all about at the end of the day the event is very very fast approaching so it's like trying to put all our energy into that because that's really what matters and just having a great event where we're able to raise money for the charity so that is keeping me um that is keeping me sane at this point in time in terms of, you know, staying on track and yeah, making sure that things, although they don't go according to plan, are still pointing in the right direction. Yeah. As long as you're moving, I always say like, as long as you're not standing still and you're making some progress as little as it may be, like you're still further ahead than everyone else who's sitting on the sofa doing nothing. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I felt like, because obviously I live in the Midlands, I live in Shropshire, and this was all done in London yesterday. So it's like driving home, like I'm used to driving tired, but like last night was ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, I needed to pull over and actually just stop. But I just like, I, I need to get back because I've got, I still have things on my to-do list for the day. And like being on the motorway and just barely being able to stay a week, having a cat of monster next to you and just going 30 miles an hour with the windows down it's like it's it's bad and i was like i just want to get home i just really 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 want to get home and thankfully it wasn't busy at that time of night so i didn't have too much traffic to contend with but yeah it was a struggle that's probably the worst i've i've, I've experienced it but they there you go wow. yeah stay safe you guys uh do you not know, do this at home yeah, do, yeah do stay stay safe don't don't do what i do Definitely don't. Don't drive while you're tired. Um, yeah, don't do it. So I want to know, how did you get on with your um, goals from the accountability circle? So I think we should just dive right in because we just talked about like how crazy your week was. So I'm actually... Oh, yeah. Yeah, so charity, the charity was done yesterday. So that is pretty much there. The filming's done. I've got the editing to do this weekend. So... We got a lot of footage. It's going to look really, really good. Um, and we're just going to chop up the, the footage to get out on socials and, and promote that way. So that's that's pretty much done. Um, I have I did reach out to my footballer mate. Um, yep. I'm waiting for him to come back to confirm a date. Bear in mind, he's in training. He does coaching on his own as well. Um, so he is in my other thing. The only thing that I haven't really got around to is the research on the universities, although I did touch it, but I didn't do what I needed to do on it. So it's kind of like I've done two out of three. Uh, okay. Let's see that first. Yeah. 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 
Um, and it you? sounds like I'm sure you get to it. Um, I set myself, I think, what was it, a goal of online courses? Mm-hmm, How many? Mm-hmm. You said one more before Thursday, before you left. Okay, yeah, so I have done that. I mm-hmm. was concerned that I had actually said more than that. So thankfully, one more. Yes, I have done one more. Um, I did create the podcast community. Yes, and so I've seen that. Uh, you can now join our community on Facebook. It, it, you can find there either under our Facebook page, so tap into Extraordinary. So it's linked to it. Or if you search into the search box, um, Accountability Circle by Tap Into Extraordinary, you can also find us directly. Um, we have talked about this for how many episodes now about uh-huh. creating a community of goal getters and overachievers where we can all help hold each other accountable and help each other achieve those goals. Um, and the community is finally here, excited to stay here. Uh, it's a private group. So you'll be very confidential. We won't be obviously sharing with everyone. If you decide to join the community, then um, we'll, you will only be sharing with us what you want to share, of course. But um, equally, you will only be with other people who are really committed to being part of the group and really wanting that accountability circle support. Um, so we hope you join us um, and can't wait to see you there and grow, uh, grow and grow together, like they say. Uh, so the community is done and you can join in now on Tap Into Extraordinary Facebook page and training. So I have continued to train. So exercise is a big thing right now. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to get healthier. So continue to train. I did do, I wanted to do two days of two workouts and every other day to do uh, one workout a day. I did manage to do that in the last week. So Hold that on. is the progress. It'll be interesting to see how we keep that up in Bulgaria, which is like <laughs> food heaven. <laughs> but yeah, stay tuned, stay tuned. I will definitely still continue to be on my ghost list because I'm in food heaven. And if I can make it here, I can make it anywhere. anywhere. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Good. Uh, and are you, are you feeling better than yourself for the exercise and everything? Yeah, I am. I think it's getting to the point where it's becoming a habit, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, a some kind of like physical activity daily and if I don't I just feel a bit sluggish so it's a really good like adrenaline rush like I went cycling this morning um and if you don't know about where I live in Bulgaria there's a lot of hills and I forgot how hilly it is like <laughs> cycling was a bit of a struggle like on the hills but it actually like burns so much calories more than I expected and mm-hmm. I'm also told that if I wake up early in the morning it would be cool um, I was lying to myself. Um, you have to wake up at 5 a.m. to catch the cool weather in Bulgaria, especially in the summer. So at the moment, it's 32 degrees and it's 8 p.m. Uh, so in the morning, I woke up at 9, which is early for a holiday, by the way. This is not my usual early, but like early for a holiday. Uh, and I woke up at 9 thinking that, oh, it's going to be still cooler. By the time I went out, it was only like it was already twenty-five degrees, which is UK summer. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't that cool. I was dripping on the way back after all the heel cycling. But it was a really good exercise and I felt amazing after that. Like I, I started work uh, around noon because of time difference mm-hmm. uh, and I'm at the moment and I felt amazing when I started my day. So um it's a hard one to get into the habit of, but once you're in it, you actually crave it because 
you do feel amazing after it and you feel very light. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find that it also helps me manage my diet because if I exercise, I'm more likely to eat better. Like, yeah. because I feel lighter, I don't want to ruin it. So mm-hmm. I'll like what I'm putting in my mouth. Well, if I didn't exercise, I would already give myself an excuse saying, oh, well, it's a rest day. I might as well have a cheat, like a cheat day. Yeah. So it's all tied together. Psychologically for me, it definitely is. Good. Yeah. Good. So what's on the agenda this week in terms of our, com- you've got a really interesting one, which actually I think is very, very important for us to kind of like put for the, to the forefront for, for everyone to consider within this accountability circle. Cause as we talk about personal development and personal growth and all this kind of stuff, oftentimes that doesn't happen on its own. Yeah. You have to do something for that to happen. So why don't you introduce what we're talking about? Yeah. So I'm going to call this episode Investing in Yourself Guide for Overachievers. <laughs> Let's call it a guide because we're going to try to cover a few different ways that you can invest in yourself. And some of those will be like no-brainer. But I think the reason why this topic is really important, one, it's very pressing on my mind now because me being in Bulgaria is a way of investing in myself, whether it's mental health, whether it's getting more free time to be creative, whether it's investing in my development because I'll be, I have more spare time, so I'll actually be working more on my personal development. Mm-hmm. That may otherwise not happen as much because I'm busy at work. Um, so one is pressing on my mind, and two, I think it's something that's often overlooked. And we have spent how many episodes now talking about ways to achieve things and how do we achieve things and how Mm -hmm. often do we actually like as you said now you want to take the evening off and you can't you can't afford it Mm because it's work to make progress and we need to achieve things so it's something that often gets put put on the back burner um and we very as overachievers or people that have ambitious goals it's something that like we don't often prioritize but it's so important to actually be able to keep going at the pace that you're going at because there's only so long that you can go at 120 miles an hour before the car breaks down, the tires will wear off uh, and you have, um, and you burn out. Like, like any engine, any car, any human being at some point burns out unless they look after themselves and invest in themselves. Mm. And I think investing in yourself can take many forms. Um, so I think I want to talk about a few of those obviously the most obvious one that we kind of I always started talking about is the health side mm-hmm. and if you have previous episodes you have heard me talking about how in the last month or so like the last two months I have really been trying to like fine-tune my regime and my routine of how to get myself to perform at my optimal level so whether that's introducing meditation two months ago into my routine whether that is now like trying to commit to a exercise regime and eat better. It's all about realizing that if I do that, it would actually help me perform better. It would make my, help my brain work um, faster and hopefully clearer. Um, it would help me have more energy and so on. So it's like, I am investing in myself. And yes, you can look in that one hour exercise and think, oh, that's taking me away from work. I could be working now. But you also need, to, there's another way of looking at it, which is I am working now, 
uh, I am away from work now, but if I do this now, then I will feel that much fresher and maybe I'll feel more concentrated. So I'll be able to get more done in the next three hours. And it's the same thing with meditation. We've talked about this where people are like, I don't have time to meditate. It's 10 minutes. You literally need as little as 10 minutes, but then you would be that much more concentrated and your mind would be so much clearer, so clearer that you actually be able to go faster and achieve things faster because if your mind is hate and it's all over the place, you're not helping yourself by working that extra hour and not taking a break. So um, that is the obvious way to invest in yourself, obviously health-wise and mental health-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really important to just see yourself. I don't know. There's, we've all heard many different ways of describing it, whether it's seeing your body and your mind as a temple, whether it's you see yourself as a racehorse, whether you see yourself as a racing car, you pick one, whatever works for you, but this is who you are. And either way, the essence of it, of the message here is that you need to look after yourself to then be able to invest into your business or your goals. Because if you're not investing in yourself, um, you can't give others and you can't give your business. There will be a point where you break and you will not be able to invest in your business anymore, even if you want to. Yeah, I'm, I'm particularly mindful of the whole um, headspace at the moment because as, as like yesterday being nuts, today being crazy, and I, if I look back, I'm only getting busier and busier and busier. And what mm. I'm finding is, I'm, I, in my head, I know that there's so much going on Yeah. in the diary in terms of things that I've got to do, but it almost feels as though my head is busier than everything else. So I'm, I'm constantly trying to kind of like get myself right. I need a little bit of time just to kind of like sort my headspace out and just tidy things up in terms of my headspace. Yeah. And that's been really, really sort of like, I've started doing it this week, just like taking a little a few minutes here and there just to kind of like check, right, okay, look, so what am I doing? The next thing I'm doing, is that the right thing to do in, in this next sequence? Or is there something else that's more important? It's, it's, it's very, very basic, very, very simple. But I think oftentimes when you're really, really busy, it's easy just to have just a ton of stuff that you just push through the mill. And what I'm trying to do is try and see, okay, if I look at this objectively, could this next thing wait? If I do this thing first, that's going to push me a little bit further down the line than me spending time on this one that isn't going to push me further down the line. So for me, the headspace is, is huge. And that's something that I, I'm acutely aware that I need to definitely pay attention to. And that's on my radar right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I think headspace, if you don't have it, I think it can literally make you feel more overwhelmed than you need to be because you're thinking about the 20 other things that are waiting for you rather than focusing on the next thing, as you said, do mm-hmm. I really need to do that in the bigger picture? Uh, but where we get, uh, where our minds get overcrowded is where we think about the next 20 things we need to do rather than focusing on the next thing on the list then like just focusing on getting that done because if you are thinking about the next 20 things how well are you going to do that one thing you're doing now mm-hmm. you may do the best work because you're not fully present you're already thinking about oh I also need to cook dinner after I'm done with this I also need to go and to run whatever errands or I also need to do another project so if you're not fully present, you may not be doing your best work. So it's in your interest to invest that little bit of time to just take a moment, breathe for 10 seconds, 
for however long if you don't want to meditate and just reevaluate like what have you done today and what do you still need to do and like prioritize be strategic with it yeah and i think this is you know i think i would love to hear you know for the people who join the community if you are running your own business and stuff like that how you how you keep that head space straight because one thing that i have been finding is that you know there's a difference between working in the business and working on the business and that in itself is like a struggle of its own so how much time are you spending working in the business doing the stuff that you need to do then on the business which is the bigger piece Mm-hmm. And a lot of the mm-hmm. stuff I've been doing at the moment is actually in the business. I'm trying to find that headspace where I talk about on the business because that is so much that is really, really important because that's going to dictate the next bits of work that I'm going to have in the business. So if there's anybody who's listening to this, you're running your own business and everything like that, you know, let's uh, hear your views in the community. But that is really, really important. And again, one of the reasons why that headspace is so important because you have to be able to separate the two. Otherwise, it all just melds into this one thing that you can easily be overwhelmed by. And it's, you know, they say they talk about you can't see the trees through the woods. It feels a little bit like that. And you have to check yourself mentally, like, hold up a minute, take a step back and just have a look at it dispassionately. (laughs) Like, if this was your mate, what would you tell him? Like, nah, dude, like, that's not really that important. Like, where's your priority list? And that's so the headspace is, is crucial. So investment in there is for me is at the top of my list right now. I think that leads in really nicely to something else I was thinking of and that I heard it on a podcast this week or last week. I was listening to something, was it a podcast or a video, like some kind of personal development content. And they mentioned of very successful people like Steve Jobs. Uh, Alan Musk and so on taking thinking breaks or thinking holidays what they call like creativity holidays where they literally like remove all technology lock themselves in the cabin in the mountains or wherever it may be and just spend time thinking on that bigger picture give themselves the room to be creative without having to do the job as you said working on the business not in the business so, and how this is something, even Bill Gates, I think there was quite an extensive list of very successful, well-known people to do this, that have thinking creativity breaks every year, where for a week or two, they'll just go off, like isolate themselves to the point where they may not even speak to their families, mm. uh, which is the extreme version, obviously, but whatever works, whatever works, I'm sure they'll understand. And just taking the time to like be creative and I think very often we forget that and I'm trying to find that time to be creative here on this holiday because I have realized that for the last few months it's been a lot of go, go, go. And like, as you said, just thinking of the next task at hand because there's always something filling my diary and I rarely take the time to just sit um, live slower and think about like my bigger picture and mm-hmm. like what does that like and get very clear on it be creative about it and i think creating that headspace and giving you're putting yourself in the right environment to be creative when you don't have to do the daily tasks can open up that room for creativity and like actually where amazing ideas come up because i think our minds are so busy with the next thing on the to-do list that we often don't get the chance to think the bigger picture and 
whoever you are, whether you're an entrepreneur or a mom with three children, either way, your mind is always busy and it's always on the next thing and on the rest of the to-do list. So it's something that, like when I heard that, I was like, that's a really good idea. Like, I don't know how I'm going to do it being at home with my family. But for example, tomorrow my entire family is going uh, to a wedding. So I'll be at home alone. And I think I'm going to do it. I may just like distance myself from social media for a day. Stay tuned if that actually happens, but I will try to. And just be creative and think of like my goals and the bigger vision there. Uh, and then I may report in the next episode how my creativity break went. Um, but I think, again, investing the time in yourself and investing in creativity, realizing how important it is to just work on your life, work on your business, not just in it day to day it's important to take those breaks every now and then and do that yeah i absolutely agree on that another area where i think it's really important to invest in ourselves and i'll give you a personal experience of this is and i talk about this a lot is um on acquiring knowledge so for yeah. many so i don't know listeners may not know that i've got a i've got a podcast obviously of my own but one of the other areas that i got into this year after a, a period of time of not really understanding how it worked and being a little bit anxious of, oh my God, I'm gonna you know, end up putting so much time into this and it's just gonna go to absolute pot because I don't know what I'm doing. And it was very much a, the fact that I didn't know what I was doing. I had no idea whatsoever. And that was YouTube. So I've got a YouTube channel where I talk about, you know, investing in all this kind of stuff, the, month, the financial education piece, right? I was worried about YouTube because it's such a big place and it's so easy to get lost in the sea of what's there. And I wanted to invest time to produce the content, but know that it was going to be seen and it's going to be found by people. And because I didn't really know where to begin, obviously you do what you normally do. You, you watch videos on YouTube about it and, and all these things. And I, I end up watching this, um, this lady in Canada, Sonny. And, um, she gave away a load of free, free value, really, really good stuff, lots of tips. And it came down to the country of, oh, I've got a course. I'm like, okay, cool, right? So what's this course going to be? So you know what it's like? You go onto these, these calls and it's like, it's basically a sales call. It's like, oh, the, the course is this much. And I'm just like, wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. And you know what it's like, right? You're not really too sure whether it's going to be worthwhile. But I was like, listen, yeah. I, I know for a fact that I tried YouTube before, didn't know what I was doing. And I was like, eh, I don't really need to do this right now. So I just left it. I wish I'd done it. I wish I carried on 10 years ago with none on 10 Mag because at that point we were interviewing, like I was still in music and we were into well, more than 10 years ago. It's probably about 15 or 20, about 15 years ago. Wow. About 15 years ago. And bear in mind, YouTube was still pretty new back then, but we were in, interviewing like, um, music artists and people like that at the time. And um, I wish I carried on that. But anyway, I knew that it was difficult. So I, 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 I bit the bullet and, and bought this course. Okay. And I've got to tell you, it was expensive, but it was worth the spend. Absolutely. Okay. Because there is no way. My, my, my YouTube is, is growing really, really well. And it's only been going for probably about six months now. I've already monetized yeah. it. I thought that was going to take me like a year and a half to do that. It took me six, just under six months to do it. So that course has paid dividends well wow. 
beyond what I expected. But the point is, you have to be willing sometimes to take a course to get coaching, to get help, to get professionals or a expert in a field to assist you in your journey. And that's for me, if not for her course, there was no way that I'd be on YouTube now with knowing that my, my channel is growing and, 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 and uh, reaching people. Yeah. And I would always say like, if you have tried something for long enough and it hasn't worked on your own, consider getting expert help. Because oh, if you tried 20 different ways and you haven't figured it out, there's nothing wrong with like learning from someone else because yes, you can spend another 1000 hours trying to figure it out. But what, like, I think people are very resistant when it comes to like investing in themselves and like paying for courses for themselves. Like yeah. they will pay for mm. easily, but then when it comes to like paying for a course to educate yourself, it's like, Oh, 30 pounds. Oh wow. That's a lot of money. Meantime, if it was dinner, you would literally go out and not think mm. about it twice. But yeah. I, like, I see that so much when I talk to others about a course. About, is it free? First question is, is it free? And it's like, uh, no. Like, not every. Yes, there's like, a, we've never been more spoiled for free resources online than like literally never in a lifetime have been more spoiled for free resources online. But it's okay to pay to learn something. Like, I think if you are really struggling learning something or don't want to spend the hours because not everyone has the like a thousand hours to learn something and to master it, um, then it's okay to take the shortcut and like pay someone and learn it and just, yeah, take the shortcut to learning that skill or acquiring that knowledge. I think it comes down to the old saying that, you know, insanity is the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting the same, expecting a different outcome. Like, it's not, you know, if you're yeah. caught in a and habit, yeah, if you're caught in a habit of anything, then the habit is a negative consequence of something, right? So if you're doing the same thing and the outcome is negative, the outcome is always going to be negative. So you have to try and do something new to change that habit to get a better outcome. It's, it's yeah. simple logic. But often, obviously, it's not always commonly acknowledged or applied in that way. Yeah. And I think it's like, I think a lot of people need to reevaluate their priorities. Because if you're my friends, I'm saying that now, but if you're my friends and you told me, like, you want to start a business, but then I hear you complaining about not wanting to pay for a course that's 30 pounds, then, and yet I see you going out every week. <laughs> Uh -huh. I will be judging you. Slightly, <laughs> I will be judging you because like, your priorities are not showing that you truly want it. Well, so let, let, let's put, let me give you another example, right? So I've got an investment course right now. So the investment course that we've been speaking so much about, right, that I procrastinated on and finally got out there. So when I was building this, obviously I take calls with people just to kind of gauge, you know, because ultimately for me, I want to price it at a point that it's not out of reach of people, right? So I'm very, very conscious of that. I know people were selling investment courses at 300, 400, 500 quid. I was on a, I was on a call with a guy who goes, you should be selling this for a thousand pounds. I'm like, you're living on a different planet, mate, right? So I priced mine at 105 pounds 97. There's a reason for that number because the commercials, the platform that it's on cost me money. So, and the marketing ads that I run cost me money. So it needs to be priced at a certain place so that I can easily break even and make profit. 
So it's £105.97 now. Bearing in mind, I do stuff on YouTube and I give a load of free value away on YouTube, but the, the investment course brings together a, a number of concepts and puts it into an easy to understand format for people to go from knowing nothing about investment to actually knowing everything you need to know as a beginner and actually opening your first investment account, knowing that you're managing your risk. So I'll get questions, pointed questions, and it's like, well, okay, everything that you need to know, you want to ask me a very specific question, right? But I can give you that answer, but everything else you need to know around it isn't going to mean anything because you're being pointed. So the course yeah. is a better thing for you. And when I say it's £105.97, it's like, oh, I thought it was going to be for free. It's like, it's not going to be for free because this is there to help you make sure that number one, you keep your money safe away from scam artists. And trust me, there are a ton of them out there at the moment. You get the investor's mindset around the whole fight or flight thing when the markets go up and down. How you actually pick stocks if you're looking to invest with Trading212 and all these people, right? Fundamental stuff so that you don't go put your money into something and then you lose money straight away basic things. So that package at 105 pounds, to be honest, actually isn't a lot of money. It's the value of what it's going to give you. That is way, way, way over and above that 105 pounds. Because guess what? If you pick the right stock and you've invested a thousand pounds and you make a 10% return, guess what? You've got your money back originally that you invested. And these things are really, really important for people to kind of just acknowledge to say, look, what is, what's the value I'm going to get out of this? And that's why I communicate, but you have to be willing to say, okay, right. It's an investment because it is an investment where you, when you invest money, you expect to return on, on investment. So where's my return on, on investment? Where's the exchange of value? So for me on the YouTube course, I was like, okay, she's going to teach me the systems and how I can rank and all that kind of stuff. So for me, it's like, it's a no brainer, right? I'm going to get that information yeah. so that I can monetize my, my channel and get seen and, and all this kind of stuff, there is a clear return on investment. And it's, it's important that whenever you look at investing yourself, you have to treat it just like that, an investment. So what is your return investment? What is the exchange of value? As long as you have a clear exchange in value, then it's your decision on whether it's actually worth the sum of money that it costs to, to make that investment or not. Yeah. And another one, like I have an example of someone I was talking to and, um, they didn't want to, they wanted to just elevate their knowledge in marketing specifically. And when I mentioned that they can do a professional qualification, which like is actually very well received by the industry, if you've never studied in marketing or business, then like getting a professional qualification could be another way of like avoiding spending 15 years to get the same knowledge. So like, it's just a fast route again. Mm -hmm. But yes, you have to put professional qualification but you do get the qualification for life then like you, you will literally be on your cv for life and i was talking to this person and they were like oh but i have to pay a thousand pounds for the year course and i'm like it, it is a serious investment so like how serious you are about actually wanting to learn this stuff but equally like how much is your salary going to increase after this mm -hmm. because you don't think about that like having those skills that, that value again the perceived value to you afterwards like how much is your salary going to increase when you have those skills and that qualification on your CV? Would you be able to go for a salary that's 20K bigger, for a job that's 20K um, like bigger in salary? So like you have to think about those things. Don't just think about like, 
always 30 pounds. I don't want to spend that now. Just think about like the value they bring to your life. If you learn to invest now, gosh, you can make like so much money over a lifetime. So like if you learn how to do it properly, but if you refuse to learn how to do it properly, you can actually waste a lot of money in a lifetime. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, this, yeah this, this is the thing is like, certainly for what I do is, you know, I think oftentimes you talk about perception and people often think, well, you know, this is just going to be easy peasy. Like uh, someone mm. said to me right, uh, the other day, it was a saying that came um, from uh, one of Warren Buffett's partners, right? So Warren Buffett, greatest investor on the planet. And the saying was, people will happily acknowledge that they can't run the 100 yeah. meter race in Usain Bolt time, right? But people will automatically assume I can invest in the stock market without doing any research, without any study, without any know-how, and I'll make a lot of money. It's like, no, you can't. That isn't true. Like, no, no, you can't. Like, people spend years learning this stuff. People, pe companies pay hundreds, floors and floors and floors of people handsomely to get this right. So what hope do you have with the money that you've got in your back pocket thinking you can you can outperform the professionals or do better than the professionals with like no experience no knowledge no foundations no nothing and the reality is you know you took about 105 pounds 97 for a course which is the cost of my one right even if it was a thousand pounds you think about okay so if you're 25 you start investing 100 quid a month right and you do that persistent consistently knowing that you understand you've got the foundations of the knowledge what that will be worth in 20 years almost half a million quid for an investment of what a hundred quid or a thousand pounds, whatever that course cost, you know, the return on investment. But again, it's all about actually, do you have goals? Because if your goals are clear, you won't mind actually investing in yourself or the things that you need in order to reach that goal. So it's clarity of goal as well that comes into this. Yeah, I agree. I couldn't agree more. There's some great, great examples. I'm sure like if people think about it, you, I mean, I would lie if I said in my early career, I didn't think like paying for courses is stupid, but I have gone to change my mind significantly because now anything that I have tried to do for a long enough period and I have not able to master it or it's just still not working, I would happily pay. Like I would pay tomorrow. I don't care. Like if that would get me the knowledge I need to proceed to the next stage, fine like it's it's investing in myself it's investing in me being a better person in me having more knowledge having more skills yeah you never know at all as much as you want like yes that's the other thing with having so much access to information is that we have we believe that we can know it all because google has that like google has information we can know it all you can never know it all so you always need other people there to help you to be your right hand man um and you will never be an expert on everything. So like, yeah. do not believe that you know it all and it's okay to ask for help, it's okay to get help, it's okay to invest in yourself. Like yeah. look at it, it's investing in yourself. But the thing is as well, I think what, mo what puts most people off sometimes is, is the person uh, credible? Are they, is what you're going to get from the course actually gonna be tangible? That's always, so when I bought the course, that was the one thing that was, that was in the back of my mind. Is the course really going to be that good? Is it really going to teach me what I need to know? And I think all you need to do in that instance is look at the person who's offering the course. Are they yeah. adequately qualified? Have they done it themselves? Are they doing it themselves? Or are they 
the kind of person who's just kind of just reading stuff off Google and regurgitating. I think those people are easy to weed out. Um, but it does mean that you have to go to someone who knows what they're talking about. And, you know, that is a little bit subjective, but oftentimes you can, you can find people, you can research people, you can, and I say this to everyone who takes, you know, who, who looks at taking my course, find me on LinkedIn, look at my track, my track record in terms of my experience when I was qualified, all that kind of stuff. Look at my Instagram, look at all the videos that I've done, look at, listen to the podcast, look, listen to the stuff that I'm talking about. If you see a consistent message, then that should give you a little bit of confidence, but you know, it, it, you have to get past that initial barrier first and foremost, because let's face it, you are parting with your hard earned cash. So the return on investment is very important. You want to make sure you're putting your money in, 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 in a good place. That means that you are going to get your money back and, and uh, have a return on investment. In fact, do your research. If you were booking a holiday or you were buying a car, you would do your research. Mm-hmm. Thing. Like it, it applies to everything in life. Just do your research and you will be fine. Uh, yeah, so so much about investing in yourself and actually like paying for obtaining that knowledge. I think something else that I have been thinking about is bucket lists and how mm-hmm. does that tie in yourself? Mm-hmm. We talked in previous episodes about how important it is to actually enjoy the journey. But I think when it comes to like investing in yourself in like self-care time or life experiences time we very often again put, put that on the back burner like if you're very like everyone i know almost everyone i know who's very successful and very driven has a crazy amazing bucket list of things they want to do but if you ask them when are you doing one of those things they'll be like oh in two years time when my business is there and there oh when i have a house oh when i have reached half a million in sales like there's always that, oh, I will do it like one summer at a certain level. I don't know if that level ever comes because you always keep like leveling up and increasing your standards and like postponing that holiday, postponing that amazing experience. And I think investing in yourself can be having a bucket list and actually occasionally, I'm not saying do this every week and uh, that doesn't mean go out every week, but bucket list. Think of big things. Think of that one holiday you wanted to do, that um, skydiving, whatever it is. Right now, COVID times, obviously, a little bit more limited to see what mm-hmm. you can do. But think of it that way. Like, we are here to also enjoy the journey. And investing in yourself can also be, I have worked really hard for six months, but I am going to tick off one of those things on my bucket list because I deserve it, because I have reached a certain milestone. And I think that's just something I was talking to a family uh, friend about and I was like actually that's really good because even I have a bucket list and like I haven't touched that bucket list in the longest time so much that I can't even remember what was on it until they reminded me and I was like it's because you always postpone it and it's important to like schedule in little rewards on the journey to remind you why do we work so hard mm-hmm. like we're not just working so hard for the sake of working hard we all have a purpose but we also want to enjoy that journey because Otherwise, it's going to be tedious and very dull life you leave if you were just working and there was no pleasure whatsoever in there. Um, and you'll probably quit because it's very dull and tedious. So you need to schedule in some rewards on the way um, to make that journey a little bit more enjoyable. And like it's up to you how often you do those rewards and like what you reward yourself for, whether it's 
I've lost certain weight or whether it's I have my business has reached, I don't know, a hundred customers that have like a hundred billion customers or a hundred subscriptions, whatever it may be. Um, I think it's just another way of investing in yourself. And like, I never used to look at it that way until I was having that conversation. I was like, yeah, that's actually like really good points. That could be investing in yourself because you are investing in your mental health and in the journey, knowing yeah. that that journey is yeah, definitely. I think it ultimately is, is, it comes back to well, I, I see that as balance, investing mm. in your balance. Because at the end of the day, you don't want to be uh, in a position where you're always in this cycle of just constantly go, go, go with nothing to kind of show for it in memories or or things that you've done that that give you purpose or make have you feel have that sense of fulfillment. Because um, yeah. I think that's really, really important. And I, I guess for me, that has got to be the the starting point for everything what is your reference for fulfillment what is that like where does it sit is there something in particular that you enjoy doing that makes you feel that way okay so that's the thing that you should be doing that's the thing that you should really be investing in and anything that helps you do more of that thing are viable investments for you to put your time and your money and your energy into in order to to achieve that balance because it's funny, I, my podcast, I was speaking to a guy, um, David, this morning, we, we spoke about this, very, very similar uh, background, working in corporate, and just, you know, one day, we're both sitting there thinking, why, why am I here? <laughs> like, why? Why am I sitting in this board meeting with these, yeah. with these dudes just talking absolute nonsense? Like, why? You know, and we have to remember why we're all here. We're not here to kind of like, nine to five work until we drop no we're here to lead a fulfilled life and we're mm-hmm. here to enjoy the life that we lead and it's the yeah. balance between yeah we've got to work and earn money and all that kind of stuff it's the balance between doing that and seeking fulfillment that's the yeah. most important thing yeah and like my very own example is bulgaria going to bulgaria can be seen as a holiday coming to bulgaria for me if you have ever been to Bulgaria, or even if you haven't, I will tell you now, Bulgaria is <laughs> on the opposite spectrum of where the UK is. It's completely different. Like everything from society's moral system and moral compass, if living in London, I'm happy to admit it's career, money, friends, family, everything else afterwards, a relationship somewhere at the bottom. Uh, people in Bulgaria prioritize personal relationships so that's family um like friends um friends and family like having your own family friends and family and then somewhere at the bottom money and career don't don't get me wrong they still enjoy money like it's good to have it but their values are very different so there's that side of it and the other side is that coming to the to bulgaria every time i come to bulgaria on the way back to the uk I am, I feel hungrier than ever to go and achieve things because it's a subtle reminder of how far I have come and where I've started from. Because it's two different worlds, like completely different worlds. And it just reminds me of like why I do what I do. And it's, yes, it's a holiday. It takes me away from like doing work in the UK. But 
by all means, I never regret coming home because it's my reminder of my purpose. Why I do this for my family. I do this to build a generational legacy. And coming here, I'm like, yes, this is why I do this. And I go back to the UK more driven and more determined than ever to continue. Even though you would argue that in the UK, I'm surrounded by people who think like me, who prioritize career, who prioritize success. But that still doesn't mean that that if you are constantly in that go, go, go environment, you will remember your purpose. I think to to, to some extent, being in that constantly go, 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 hustle environment can sometimes make you forget your purpose and like distance you from your purpose because you're just in the middle of life like constantly moving running on the wheel um rat race should we say uh so i never regret coming to bulgaria because i know that i'll be reminded of my purpose and why i do this and a good time for like reflection as well um So yeah. It's, in- yeah, it's always good to get your moral center. That's that's the most important thing. And I always try to make sure that I can kind of keep mine in the back of my head, or at least no, not the back of my head, but the forefront of my mind. Try and keep it the forefront of my mind. What is it, what is it that I want, and what are the things that I do not want? You know, it's it's easy to to say what you what you want. Sometimes, sometimes it's easier to say what you don't want. And whichever, whichever one of those two, you can like reel off just like bam, like that with clarity, with absolute clarity, the better, but that often for a lot of people, that's, that's, that's a tough exercise. What do you want? What don't you want? It's, it's, It's a tough question. And I think when you were when we were talking about like feeling overwhelmed by everything, it's so easy. Like there are days where even I'm like, if you stop me in the middle of like a hundred and one tasks kind of day, if you stop me in the middle of it and you were like, Why are you doing this? I would literally be like, I don't know, like it's just hard. Like, but don't get me wrong, I do have a very clear vision and I know very, very well what I want. But the more overwhelmed you are, the easier it is to lose track of that purpose. So you yeah. do need to to recalibrate your mind and be like, okay, t- step back. Why do we do this? Like, why is this in my to-do list? Is this helping me to get there? Like, do I need to do this today? Like, so it's something that you constantly need to do to remind yourself. And like, I, that's why I use vision boards. That's why I use like trigger points all over my house and I have sticky notes and I have vision boards, etc. because I want to be constantly reminded of, the bigger picture as well, not yeah. just the daily. Because we 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 spend way too much time in our to do lists and not enough time in our vision boards. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely. So, what's on your list for next week? Okay, so on my list for next week is continue with the exercise. So, at least once a day for the next seven days should be easy because I'm going waterfall climbing on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, um, I want to just continue with the exercise because I think now more than ever will be really crucial now that I'm at home and I'm being spoiled with food and it's vacay, it's really easy to sleep up and lose that habit. Um, so exercise is still there. I do want to do three courses by the time we speak next week. So this is when I was saying I have more spare time and I have the mornings to myself. I'm going to gear up now and like just really get my online studying done. So I want to do three online modules by the time we speak 
Um, I need to, if you remember ages ago, there was an e-commerce website I was working on. Mm -hmm. uh, I am actually spending some time like uh, doing updates to it and I need to officially put a marketing plan together to launch it because I was waiting to come back to Bulgaria and train my mom on how to maintain it, etc. But now I'm here, we do need to spend some time together, train her on it and launch it officially. So launch needs to happen this month uh, or before we speak next. And then I think just being on holiday with my family, I'm also trying to be a bit more present mm -hmm. and focus on happiness and joy, just being present. All I'm going to say is <laughs> the first time you go away, especially if your family lives abroad, after COVID, I have never felt more grateful to be able to travel and to appreciate the little things of seeing them, being able to be somewhere else, away from the UK, just different scenery, being with my close ones. Like I travel to Bulgaria every few months usually. I have never felt so grateful and like so happy to be here. I think like COVID has given me a whole new um, level of appreciation and gratefulness for like the little things. The ability yeah. to travel to a different country to see your family. <laughs> So I need to also be as present as possible with them uh, while I am here. Perfect. So I'm going to put that down. So let's just recap on this. The e-commerce website, being present, present on holiday. Yeah. Uh, you had some, did you have nutrition stuff in there? Uh, it's tied to my exercise. So I just need to so exercise. Exercise, yeah. And there was one more. Uh, doing three courses, three online modules. Three courses. three courses. Okay, cool. I got that down. Got that down for next week. All right. So again, guys, this is where you uh, get your pad and you get your stuff um, uh, to note. So mine for next week, um, I need to set some targets. So I've had issues with where the investment course has been sat. I've had issues with it for like three weeks. It finally got sorted. And it's actually cost me money in the end because people wanted to take the course and couldn't take, take the course. So, um, yeah, that has now sort of come to an end. So I actually need to put some targets around the investment course specifically. Now, um, the marketing push for the event needs to come through next. So we need to put some, um, meat to the bones on that. And actually the university needs, I did actually speak to someone about that. I say I looked at it and didn't I actually remember I actually spoke to Terry, who's got a contact. So I need to chase him up and further that as well. Okay. Okay. So one second. One second. Sure. Yeah, so I go. Yeah. Um That was it. I think we just covered your goals. Yes, we just covered all of that there. Um, so it's really just wrapping up, isn't it? Yes, it is. And guys, I hope you are making some kind of progress over the last few weeks. Um, any progress is better than no progress. Uh, it's your weekly reminder to look at that list of things you want to achieve make a plan, readjust the plan if it's not working, do you need to do more, do you need to do less? Um, just take five minutes to think about your weekly goals, what have you done 
And then also think about, should all of those be on your list? Are they taking you to the bigger vision as well? Because that's an important task to do. Um, and I hope you're achieving great things. If you are, uh, and even if you're not, either way, you would, we would love to see you in the accountability circle on Facebook. So please, please, please join us. Uh, we have a Facebook page, it's called Tab Into Extraordinary. Um, so join the Facebook page. The group is linked to the page. If you want to search for it separately, it, you can find it on Accountability Circle by Tab Into Extraordinary. Um, so join us in the group and we can actually start to physically help you achieve your goals and keep you accountable. It will be good to get some real human interaction with you guys, uh, not just guests anymore. So I'm excited to get that group going. Uh, so please join us. And I hope you have an amazing weekend or amazing week. Because when you're hearing this, it will be midweek. So go you. <laughs> Excellent. Cheers, guys. Thanks for tuning in. And we will catch you on the next one. Yeah, thanks. Bye.